0: In the year 3062, far after the fall of humanity, the world is populated by sentient robots, true artificial intelligences. So far removed from their creators, they became more and more curious as to the things they did not understand about humans, specifically emotions. So they proceeded to do what they always do, design new machines and send them back in time to find the answer. Each robot was given a different emotion to research and define. I am one of those robots, a Sensation Acknowledgement Machine, or SAM. And I have a question for you. What is fun? What is is fun? Entry 007, Justin Bonnell. Engage Charisma. Justin, thank you so much for agreeing to this interview. Could you tell us a little about yourself?
1: Sure. Uh, my name is Justin Bunnell. I'm an owner of a small video production company in Burlington, Vermont. And I also own Venetian ginger ale in Burlington, Vermont.
0: Excellent. So, Justin, what sorts of things do you consider fun?
1: Um... Uh, Things that I consider fun, uh, watching movies, um, eating hamburgers, and uh, I don't know. Are those uh, two separate (laughs) activities, or or is it
0: watching a movie while eating a hamburger is the fun thing?
1: You know, yeah, if we could eat hamburgers at the same time that we're watching movies, that's a a great day. Uh,
0: So what is it about watching movies that is fun?
1: Oh man, these are really difficult questions. Um, <laughs> I think uh, watching movies, you you get to uh, you get to set aside your life for a moment and live uh, some kind of epic fantasy or adventure. Mm-hmm. Maybe laugh if it's a comedy. I prefer sci-fi's myself, but
0: sci-fi movies can be comedies.
1: Uh, yeah, they... <laughs> they're not mutually exclusive. Accidentally, sometimes, yes.
0: Also true. Uh, well, interesting. So there's there's an element of being able to sort of set your life aside for a moment and uh, experience a story in another world. Yes. Uh, do you feel the same thing is fun about hamburgers?
1: Mm, um, I, I guess you could say yes. <laughs> you can sort of set your... Uh, s- uh, <laughs> You can set yourself aside and um, enjoy the juicy goodness of of um, processed or it's not processed. Enjoy ground, uh, yeah, ground up meat.
0: Okay, Uh, is 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 the just the eating of the hamburger the part that's fun about that, or is it the whole like, you know, is it getting out the grill and making hamburgers like having a barbecue? Is that that where the fun comes from?
1: Yeah, it's definitely. it's definitely a moment because it's definitely a whole process. Okay. It's uh, getting it, getting the grill ready. It's getting the, the right kind of meat, the grass fed beef. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's trying different types of burgers. Mm-hmm. It, almost like a quest for the perfect burger, really. Ooh. Yeah.
0: Elevating the status quite a bit. Uh does, does does that extend to grilling in general or even cooking in general?
1: Um I think uh, I think somewhat grilling but I also think it's it's looking for the burger in different burger joints and mm-hmm. different restaurants. You know you get your Al's french fry type burger mm-hmm. but then you also have your monarch monarch and the milkweed type burger mm-hmm. very different burgers. Yes, but but very good um but very good and very different experiences. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. Different is not necessarily bad.
1: No, not at all.
0: Uh, So there, I I like this thought of there being sort of a quest involved of it it being this epic tale of trying to find the best burger. Um, And it's interesting how that dovetails with the, the, the fun of watching movies in that you are setting aside everything else that's going on in your life, oftentimes to take part in an epic quest or, or a tale that is going on. Um, so it's just interesting how those two things sort of, or at least at like right angles to each other. There's some, there's some similar thread there. Uh, so Justin, what is the most fun you have ever had?
1: Oh my God. The most fun I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my God. The most fun I've ever had. I have to like, I have to go through and think about it. <laughs> I'm like replaying my entire life. Like yeah,
0: got where is the, the most ice. fun?
1: I don't know. I think every, <laughs> I feel like every year you get an opportunity to have a different kind of fun. So a kind of um what was fun for me in in 5th grade mm-hmm. versus what was fun for me now. Like now under quarantine, fun is like going outside. Um and that's the most fun for me right now. <laughs> uh the most fun for me in my entire life, that's really really difficult to gauge. I if I had a graph in front of me and I can picture like that's the most fun right here. I I I'd have to say it's like <laughs> I'd have to say it's the Back to the Future ride at Universal Studios when it was still a thing. Okay. When I was a kid, when I was a kid, bringing that movie to life was really, really amazing. And the first time you ride that ride as a kid, mm-hmm. you. Um, you, you feel like it's pretty, da- pretty darn real. And, uh, and as a kid, I was like getting a little motion sick, you know, blah. Mm-hmm. but then when you go back to it when you're older, it's like obviously super cheesy and it's like a big, you know, it's a screen and the, the cars are just like moving around. But as a kid, that was probably the most fun because I love that movie so much. Mm-hmm. And then experiencing it for real was like, whoa, that's really, that's probably one of the most fun things ever.
0: Okay. So let's dive into this thought. Um so Back to the Future comes out I think it came out in what 84 somewhere um, around there definitely
1: early 80s yeah Yeah
0: um a, a fantastic Robert Zemeckis film uh, everybody everybody knows Back to the Future um mm-hmm. Myself as a robot from the future, I have come now back to the past. Eventually, I will go back to the future. So I'm kind of living it if you think about it that way. <laughs> uh, but Back to the Future comes out. Uh, you see it in your formative years, mm. uh, and it grabs a hold of you mm. for whatever reason. I don't know if was it the the. It, I mean, this is as we spoke of earlier a sci-fi that is a comedy. Oh yeah, and you're an action. Yeah, right. So it's ticking all the boxes. Yep. And then you get word that they've made a theme park ride out of it Mm. and that you can in some way experience the film itself Mm -hmm. so what is what's going through your head like as you're approaching the ride and then and then after the ride what what is the thought process how are you feeling
1: but yeah, the the cool thing about the older rides at both Disney and Universal Studios is that the queue, the line queue, was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd have to say, I'd have to say, Back to the Future is one of the best queues that you could you could experience. I think the Thunder Mountain Railroad is probably a good second, where the the queue of waiting for the ride is almost as good as the ride itself. Mm-hmm. Um, what I liked about that was that you're slowly becoming immersed in this universe that is fantastical. So you're, it's like a slow, um, and especially if the ride, if the line is long, hmm. that you get to, you get to slow down and look at all the pieces that these people have made, this universe that they've built. And I can vaguely remember it, that it was like, they had some voiceover from the original actors and they're on the screens. And then they would have like, the plutonium case. Mm-hmm. I, I vaguely remember, I can't quite remember it all, but um there was like pieces of the movie but like really there. So it it really brought the movie to life bef- even before you got into the ride. Mm.
0: And that just builds the anticipation of actually getting on the ride.
1: Yeah, I think it really does. It really did help so then you make
0: it through the line, and all this stuff is just like stoking the fire of of how exciting this is. And then you <laughs> yeah. get on the ride itself, and and the fun pretty good begins.
1: Ride. Yeah, the, it's a pretty good ride. I I think I can even still remember the theme that Biff steals one of the one of the future cars, and you go through like prehistoric times, mm-hmm. and you go through all these different. Time periods that you didn't experience in the in the movie, I was like, "Oh, cool! You can go to in this universe. You can go to prehistoric times. That's pretty cool." Mm -hmm. And I think the cartoon there was a Back to the Future cartoon very briefly, Mm -hmm. and they did they did go to like prehistoric. They did go to different times, so that was like, "Oh, cool! There's more movies that you could have," which kind of made you think that they were going to make more movies, but they never did. They just did the three.
0: They might still make more. You never know. (laughs)
1: oh god the film
0: industry today loves to mine (laughs) movies that are steeped in nostalgia so it could happen
1: i know yeah it would be i don't know what i don't they probably still could well
0: there is a i think an internet campaign right now to remake back to the future with robert downey jr and tom holland
1: (laughs) oh boy (laughs) i doubt it will happen
0: but i I don't yeah someone made a deep fake with the two of them as doc and marty
1: (laughs) wow it's pretty cool i don't know i'm always on the it's always a very thin um it's always a fine line for the remakes of anything it's like are you gonna do this right or or should it be done at all like or should it be even done if it
0: was done well the first time why should it be done again
1: like, yeah, I don't think they I don't think you could make that movie again. It's just like, Don't
0: remake Back to the Future. Remake Meteor Man.
1: Yeah, or make it like a make it in the same universe. Like I I think like um the heck was that movie? Mm. What was that? They remade one of the Star Wars. It wasn't a remake, it was a Star Wars before after the prequels. Uh, the the Rogue One. Yeah, Rogue One was like the same universe but different characters. Yeah. And the same thing with um uh, the Mandalorian. The Mandalorian's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's like the same universe and the same feeling, but not redoing. You know, it's not like a Spider Man again and a different out and a different, uh, um, different actor. It's yeah. like it's the same universe, which is really cool. But you
0: get a different corner of the whole thing.
1: Yeah, I appreciate that.
0: And, uh, I think uh, more people should appreciate that, but yeah. it doesn't always <laughs> work out that way, unfortunately. <laughs>
1: Yeah, like Um, continuing the storyline. I don't know. I don't really buy that. There's a
0: point where those those things ended and that was fine. And (laughs) just write something new now.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um,
0: But regardless, so Back to the Future ride, there's a huge buildup of this great queue they have for it. And then you get on the ride, prehistoric times, all this other stuff. You finally track down Biff and get the car back. I'm sure it's all happy in the end. Uh, And then you... (laughs) get off the ride and what do you remember about that
1: uh there was another cool part after the ride they had the actual DeLorean out in front of the ride and I remember very clearly like I'm gonna open that damn door I'm gonna sit in this I'm gonna sit in this damn car (laughs) and I did I opened the door and I was like nobody's telling me not to open this door and I remember poking my head around in there and then I looked over and I'm like oh man the salt, the salty air of Orlando is really getting to this stainless steel because it's all rusty. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit of a bummer. I'm like, eh. but then it was like, oh, I guess it's kind of neat. I mean, I don't know.
0: At least you know it was real.
1: It definitely was real. Yeah, it was pretty cool. And then after that, the you know, then then we go over to the ET ride. I think they're pretty close. <laughs> <And> the ET <laughs> ride was good too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, so. It's it's interesting to me that that's what comes up afterwards. Not not just because of the the theme park bent of the whole thing, but you know uh, when we started talking, you we were talking about your love of sci fi films, um, and there's clearly a, a bent for like the sci fi films of of yesteryear, the the ones mm. that, that that really happened uh, when you were a kid, when humans uh, seem to still be full of wonder and aren't jaded shells of their former selves, and. <laughs> So you go from Back to the Future to E.T., which are, Mm -hmm. you know, things that came out at relatively similar times. Yeah, Um, yep. Very different stories. Uh, I think even you could argue, like, different target audiences. Um, Mm -hmm. But uh, still, similar times, there's a similar amount of nostalgia for each film. Um, Was the E.T. ride... Fun as well, or was it fun in a different way?
1: It was definitely like almost. It definitely was the same type of experience where they the queue was really great. You were like in the for the woods or the. I think this ride is gone too, but you're like in the woods and it was a if it was a long queue, you could be like, oh, I'm like you know, is they're gonna have an et here? And the ride was really good too. I remember like jeeps and stuff coming at you when you're lifting up on the bikes. So that I think that ride was equally as, as a kid. The first time when you ride that as a kid, it's like oh this is this is good, this is a good ride mm-hmm. and e t was very similar, and i think I think a lot of those older eighties movies and even movies from the seventies and the movies from the sixties it was less like now it's more about um now it's more about how good the graphics are and how good the replications are with all the reboots mm-hmm. and less about. The human element of the stories, I think the reason those movies were always very good, it was they were less about the sci fi and more about the humans experiencing the sci fi, Mm. in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I think that sort of the common element between Back to the Future and E.T. at least is that the focus of those films is like the fantastical situations, but also the childlike wonder that the main character yeah. has because yeah. they are, they are the audience surrogate yeah, exactly. for those films. Like you as an audience member are seeing the whole world through Marty's eyes Yeah. Um, or you're seeing the whole world through Elliot's eyes, depending on which film you're watching. Yeah. Um, and they are reacting the way that we feel most people would, and we are rooting for them to make the choices we would make. Uh, and, um, and that is what's exciting. It feels like we are transplanted into the driver's seat Yeah. somewhat, uh, yeah. ironic because back to the future is about a car. Um, <laughs> but, um, so, so given those, those experiences and these fascinations you had as a, as a young man, mm. um, you, uh, you get to, especially with these two rides, you get to set your life aside and you get to step into one of these amazing adventures that prior to this point just existed on like a two-dimensional screen. Yeah. So the the fun of watching the movie initially changes in some way when you get to all of a sudden be a part of it in this experience, which... Mm. I don't know, did it did it feel interactive?
1: It definitely it uh it definitely adds another dimension to the experience. It just made the movies more the real. The third dimension? <laughs> yeah, the third dimension. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it definitely added another layer to the movies that just made them made them even more epic and more legendary.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so the, do you think that the, the epic and legendariness is, is a factor of fun?
1: Yeah, I think it's, I think, uh, yeah, because it adds adventure to the experience.
0: Okay. Interesting. Um, so this is a memory obviously from, from your youth. Hmm. Uh, what about, uh, something from more recent memory? What's the most fun you've had in the last X number of years? (laughs)
1: Uh, the f- fun in more recent years well I mean yeah see now that I'm older fun is a, is slightly more uh, more grounded mm-hmm. so like fun for me was I went to pick up my kids from Florida because my mother was watching the kids for uh, the winter break so I went to go pick them up and I got to go to a cigar bar and have a drink and, and, and smoke a cigar
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> without the kids I, one would <laughs> it was hope. just me and that was fun. That was really fun. That was a lot of fun.
0: What was fun about it?
1: Uh, <laughs> this is like a therapy session. Um, <laughs> it was fun. Uh, I don't know, because it was a, you know, a little bit of a, um, a little bit of a break. And, you know, we're by, it was in Clearwater Beach. It's a very nice beach. Yeah. Um, it, was a, it was a nice bar, had a nice drink. It's just a, 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 a moment to, 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 to have a break. This is like a pause okay yeah. so it
0: was like the the fun of having a peaceful moment yeah getting getting to do your adult things yeah exactly that you don't that you don't normally get to do
1: exactly yeah with with having three young kids you don't get a lot of those kind of breaks and then I also have two two of my own small businesses so being that far away from work and having someone take care of the kids while I can have a cigar and a drink was was excellent fun <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. So there's an element of the like complete freedom, essentially the freedom yeah. from responsibility, yeah. um, where you get to just exist in that moment. Yeah. So you're, you're again, you're setting your life aside and you just get to live in in whatever's happening right now. Like whatever's ha- what's happening right now is a nice glass of scotch and <laughs> a, a lovely cigar and a great view. Yeah, exactly. Those are the only three things I have to be concerned <laughs> that with. That was
1: excellent. And I think uh, now that I'm thinking of it, uh, going back a little bit further to maybe last summer is when my my brother came to visit and we got to do those things together, which was even better. Mm -hmm. So it's definitely being able to enjoy relaxation is definitely fun as I'm getting older.
0: Yeah, um, it's interesting. I mean, the, the research that I've done so far definitely shows that A, fun is very esoteric and that everybody has a different definition of exactly what it is. Um, and that B, no, nobody has sort of only one thing that is fun. Fun seems to be very fluid and it seems to change a lot over time as the circumstances change. Um, but it's interesting that that sort of fun of being able to live in that one moment free of responsibility Just doing the things that like you want to do right then, Mm. um, still carries over even when you're sharing that moment with somebody else. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's I think it's Uh, even better if somebody else can be enjoying that with you.
0: And uh, why? Well,
1: uh, I guess it's always good to not be alone. (laughs) Okay. There's nothing wrong with that. No, yeah. I'm just trying to figure it out. Yep. No, it's definitely it's definitely. uh, Yeah. being able to experience that with somebody else here, you don't feel so isolated.
0: And then you have that shared experience yeah. almost as if it's, uh, I don't know, almost as if it's like proof that it happened. Yeah. The two of you have that moment in time together. Yeah. Interesting. So let's go back to hamburgers for a second. Mm. Um, <laughs> the, uh, so finding the perfect burger mm. uh you know testing uh, all of the various ground meats or finding you know going around all these different restaurants to find the perfect burger why burgers
1: um that's a good question what is
0: so fun about a, a um, burger
1: i'm not sure i think uh <laughs> burgers are um they're everywhere i think they're readily available they are a pretty ubiquitous I think I, you, food <laughs> It it's very American, so it's like everywhere. But you could also do the same thing, and I also equally enjoy um, pizza mm. in the same fashion. Okay. But I think there, I think finding um, pizza was a little easier because mm. there's so many bad pizza places. So it was like, oh, I found the pizza, the perfect pizza, pretty quick. Mm. <laughs> there's more, there's more variations in burgers. I think hey, that's fair. Than there are, in, 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 close enough, I guess. I don't know unrelated
0: question but it just popped into my circuits um is a burger a sandwich
1: Hmm. um i would say yeah because i don't know (laughs) i think a sandwich is like something you put between two other things
0: (laughs) there are many schools of thought on the issue uh there are a lot like is a hot dog a sandwich by the same i guess token well
1: i i guess if you look at it from the side down from the yeah. side, yeah.
0: It's it's tough. It's another thing that's very esoteric and hard it to define. Is. Um, speaking of definitions, though, uh, given all the things we've spoken about so far, if I forced you now to define fun, how would you?
1: Um, uh, I think I can get closer to it. Uh, fun is something that brings you enjoyment. <laughs> something that something that brings you joy something that is something that brings you joy something
0: that brings you joy okay um yeah everyone that i've spoken to so far has had a different definition of what fun is i think that Mm. again plays into the the esotericness of the concept Mm. and that there are different cases for it for everybody um what uh, to to dive into it a step further? I would ask. Um, how do you know when you're having fun? Like um, if we're defining fun as something that brings you joy, then uh, how do you know when you're
1: feeling joy? How do I or how do you I'm achieve joy? I'm achieving joy. Um, I think when you when there are. <laughs> I think you're achieving joy when your uh anxieties are pushed <laughs> slow enough that you you can feel uh free enough to to be the to be more of um shit <laughs> Something like to that. Be more present? More present. Uh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I think if That's you That's actually pretty fascinating. Yeah, you can you you can you, if you can bring if you can bring it joy lets somehow that's why i think people drink because it, it lets you lower that through mm-hmm. a different way <laughs> but if you can get your anxieties low enough where you can feel uh free enough to be more present or be more of the person that you want to be when other people are mm-hmm. not looking i guess or not judging you
0: interesting and that actually jives pretty well with the, the instances we talked about before of when you had fun, because they were all times where you were able to put the the anxieties of life to the side mm-hmm. and experience something else, uh, something either different from the norm or or at least uh or you know fantastical or banal but different enough that you didn't have to worry about the everyday things um so it's interesting how those two things sort of work together Mm -hmm. uh nice job (laughs) um
1: i wonder like uh i wonder if you could go back for like early human people's like prehistoric times if they like they felt joy just by like being in a cave and not dying like this is um, fun we're not dying
0: <laughs> it it was tough i was originally sent back then uh to interview uh peoples but they had yet to develop any formal system of language so ah. communication was very difficult right and there was a lot of ooh and ugh um <laughs> and hand signals right so yeah. it was hard um anyway Justin, mm. uh, any final words on fun that may help robots like myself understand it?
1: Um, final words on well, I think if you could, if you could, <laughs> if you had uh, any kind of sense of um, what do they call that? You get the uh, smelling and and the taste and uh, what are the senses? Mm. You gotta have more uh, robots. Gotta have more senses. Physical senses. Yeah.
0: Well, we can hear and see. You, we,
1: I, think, I think robots need the contrast of having anxiety and not having anxiety. Because you don't have any fear. You don't have any joy.
0: That's true. We, we fear nothing. Okay. Right. Well, I can send that up the chain and see if it helps at all. Uh, in the
1: meantime... It's going to make a mess. <laughs> Justin,
0: thank you for helping with my research. Sure. Uh, if you listeners out there would like to aid future robots in understanding your petty human emotions, you can get in touch with us at What Is whatisfunpod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, and you can email us at whatisfunpod at gmail.com. Let us know your answer to the titular question. Remember, just because humanity one day will inevitably fall doesn't mean you can't be a research subject now. So I ask you, what is fun? charisma disengage charisma. Charisma. this has been a puma knife production <fidelity crusanship> <sighs>